we've all dated that girl, right? A Motorola Razor girl? Like pink flip razor. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You might have been a little young, actually. No, no, I was, I was there. Well, I mean, like people had them. Yeah, but did you like seriously date a girl in high school like that? Uh, no, I, I did not. Yeah, I definitely I had a razor, pink one, silver. <laughs> should have had a pink. We should have had a pink. Should have had a fucking pink one. A black one was the dream. That thing was fresh, sleek, stealth bomber. Remember when the sliver came out? You remember the sliver? Oh, the name rings a bell, but I couldn't. It was it. basically the non-flip version. No. Oh yeah. I legitimately wanted that one. I was like, I don't want to fucking another flip phone. I see this gargoyle. And now people are just like, people are just trying to make flip phones again, which good for them. The tech behind it's really cool. Are you looking at the sliver? Yeah. Yeah. That shit. Dude, candy bar phones were so lit. They were. They were so sleek. They were just fresh. Because we all got so used to our stupid smartphones. There was a period. And that's in, just what they all are now. Yeah. There was a period. I, I, I constantly got my uh, phone taken away in like high school just because uh, grades and stuff. My just, dad would constantly take my phone away. I would constantly get it taken away, but then like I they still needed a way to contact me if I needed to kind of thing. So they'd give me back my... Uh, my 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 first phone I ever got, like the candy bar phone. I'm like, jokes on you. This thing is yeah. sick. Like, I'm gonna text all my honeys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what a babe. Old phone. Old phone. <laughs> Old phone. Who dis? Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm Steve. I'm Josh. Hey, we're talking about loot boxes today and how loot boxes is bad. You know, it's just, we, we were so excited to talk about it as much as it put, just fuels pain in our life. Oh God. How do you fuck up video games? <laughs> Dude, like people do it. Do you remember when like you, I mean, obviously we, we both do, but like when you had to like earn things within game, like just by playing yeah. or dude, even cheat codes. When is the last time a game had a cheat code? Like, do they still put them into games? Some games, I feel, do. Does Red Dead? Does what? Red Dead? Oh, I don't know. Because I know Rockstar. Rockstar typically did. They were big. But but I feel like cheat codes have now become this thing where it's um, it's nostalgic. Yeah. You do a cheat code, be like, remember the PlayStation? <laughs> yeah. Like, remember PS2? Well, but- and then it's the thing is, like, really once they, uh, once cheat codes started disabling achievements... I think that's where people were like, eh, like I. Yeah, but fuck that. You still do it. <laughs> I would. Cheat codes were the bomb, dude. I cheat code the shit out of like most of my computer games, but that's modding. Yeah. I mean, I have some mods that are basically cheat codes and on the computer consoles. You pull up the console in the game, yeah. and as long as you know the coding of the game, you can make anything happen. Yeah. Basically. Lara Croft. Like any Badessa game. Oh, yeah. Like, so. We're talking Fallout. We're talking Elder Scrolls. Any one of those games, they've had the same code forever. Doors locked. You pull up the console. You click the door. You say unlock. Doors now unlocked. Huh. You unlock any game in the door or any do- any door in the game. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But cheat codes, those aren't as common. 
they're more just kind of like a nostalgic kind of Easter eggy thing that you can unlock. Yeah. Typically, I've seen those where, hey, you beat the game on this difficulty, we'll give you a cheat code. Yeah. And now you can go dick around and have fun because you've already played the game. I don't know why I'm spacing on some games that had cheat codes to get you back to the level that you just beat. Or um, like level codes? Yeah, yeah. Those haven't existed in a while just because of the now nature memory of cards. how games are built now. Yeah, now that you can actually save your game. Right. Because that was before. When well, it, and know, I think that was a way around because they didn't build like a level select. Mm. That was like a pre-level select thing where it was like, hey, this cheat code will take you right to the intro of this level if yeah. you want to, if you want to play it. Yeah. But that's cheat codes. We're talking loot, loot boxes. boxes. All right. We're t- let me. We're moving from fun. So I was thinking about to this. the bullshit. <laughs> I was thinking about this today. I was thinking about it real hard. The there's in my mind there's two kinds of loot box and there's probably more than that, but I'm going to put it in two categories. Yeah. One is the cosmetic loot box. This is, hey, you want some fun shit? Like, you earn these naturally just through progression of playing the game. You can also pay for these if you're trying to get something or you just want to, like, load up on cosmetics. That's your choice. Prime example of that is, like, Overwatch. Yeah. Which people still play. People still like to collect the things. Every once in a while, a new skin will come out, and I will want to jump on and try to get the skin. Yeah. Um, You can't directly go out and buy the skin, which would much better avenue because they know they can put it behind a shell and be like hey you can unlock four things at once is it after the season that you can buy the skin because i know later on with points you can buy certain skins so usually the way they do it is there's a name game currency that you'll usually get from loot boxes Mm. that currency will build up over time and you won't really think about it until you have one you want to get gotcha the when a new skin drops it's like five thousand coins which typically like a decent drop is like 150. So it takes a lot. Yeah. Um, unless you're like me on the Xbox who's played so many hours that you you have the skins. You have everything. Yeah, yeah. So what happens is when you get they start putting duplicates in. So when you get a duplicate, you get coin from the duplicate. So it all kind of adds up. And you don't really think about it. I've never felt like like I was struggling for coin unless I was trying to buy a bunch of shit. Um, there was one example... There was a new skin I wanted. Just, I wanted it. It's cosmetic. It does nothing. I bought loot boxes that year. Yeah. Like a lot of loot boxes. Like I was like 40 bucks for like a hundred loot boxes. Yeah. I was like, well, I'm destined to get the skin. I did not get it. But Overwatch has a thing where during the anniversary, when the game released, they make everything available Mm -hmm. because they usually lock it just to the season. Yeah. Um, but they make everything available and cheaper because you're not in that moment trying to buy it. But there's games like that that have the cosmetic loot box that is just like a, it's a fun thing. It's it, Rocket League. Yeah, yeah. Rocket League's another example of that. You're not getting anything better from the loot box. You're just getting fun things that you aesthetically like. Yeah. And that makes the game fun. The, my problem with Rocket League is I don't feel like you can earn those naturally. I feel like you still have to go out and buy the keys. Yeah, because you earn the crates, but you have to buy the keys to right. uh, open them. You have to get the thing. You have to buy the thing to open the crate yeah. to get the stuff. And that doesn't really feel worth it. Overwatch, you get it. Right. The other category of loot box is the pay to win loot box. Yeah. Let's talk about Battlefront 2. 
Oof. That yeah, that's going to talk about the legacy of Battlefront 2. That is history. There <laughs> is of uh as of how far bad as, you can do loot boxes. As far as I know, on Reddit, that is still the most downvoted comment of all time was um on some post about how how many hours it took somebody <laughs> to earn something that is delivered in a loot box. So Battlefront's built in a way, and I haven't really played it, so take it with a grain of salt. But as I understand it, the game has progression, but it's way spread out. So you're going to have to play a lot of hours to get to that end game stuff. Yeah. We're talking like thousands of hours yeah. to get to that moment of getting Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. I think Darth Vader was the the whole complaint. Yeah. So somebody posted and they're like, hey, it took me 2,000 hours or something in that neighborhood to unlock this naturally. But some kid just paid a bunch of money off his parents' credit card yeah. and got him in a loot box. EA decided, in their infinite wisdom, some PR guy who <laughs> hopefully got fired for this shit gets on Reddit and goes, I'm going to defend EA. Yeah. Which is a mistake any gamer knows. Yeah, just don't do, do that. not defend EA ever. <laughs> this guy gets on and, and goes, hey, we were trying to build a sense of accomplishment. <laughs> and that's the tagline that people use all the time yeah. when they talk about bullshit from the companies. Yeah. Just a sense of accomplishment. Yeah, you'll see that in the comments on any random gaming right. thread. Yeah. Their argument for the loop, they weren't even arguing for the loot box. They were arguing on how long it took them to unlock it. And really, yeah. It's going for a sense of accomplishment. And then everyone was just like, well, is it a sense of accomplishment if I played that long? And then some kid jumps onto the game yeah. for a week and spends a bunch of money and gets the thing that I work so hard for. So there's a balance. And the other thing I will equate to this whole loot box thing, especially the pay to win loot boxes is how competitive games are starting to get. Yeah. Have you noticed that? That sway in games where it's there's a scene for every game. You mm-hmm. can't just like, oh, yeah, it's kind of a goofy, fun game. It's kind of competitive, which is fun. Some people like that. I'm not that person. Yeah. I feel like you are. That, like more of a casual game? I'm talking like shooter. Mm-hmm. Let's talk like Apex Legends uh-huh. style. Like... I feel like you're that kind of guy. To like that game? Yeah. Yeah, no, I really enjoy that. Yeah. So where, I guess on the flip side of the coin, what are you leaning towards? I, oh, which one? Are yeah. we talking about like which loot box I like better? Yeah. Or are we just talking about what kind of game I like better? Both? Um. Okay, so obviously I like the cosmetic thing because there's yeah. no, somebody has the cool new skin. I go, cool, they got the new skin, but I'm not feeling like, they're about to roll me yeah. in any sense because they got the new skin. Who cares? It's cosmetic. Yeah. There's no effect to what they're doing. And so mostly I will play the single player kind of experience game gotcha. where I prefer the game where I can sit and not have to rely on other people to make the game fun. Yeah. And there's a constant argument I have with my roommate. And it's I don't like the games where I have to partner up with people Gotcha. To fight other people and have fun with that because I just generally hate it. Yeah. There's no dynamic with the people I'm playing with and the other people, I swear to God, don't have jobs. That's true. Yeah. I, 
I suck at the game. I'm trying to learn how to play the game. And all I'm doing is getting yelled at and being called names by the rest of the team because I'm not meta enough to know all the answers. Yeah. I'm, and I come from Overwatch, which is toxic as hell. Yeah. The nice thing is on Xbox, I don't have to talk to any of those people. I just let them get mad by themselves. On PC, I kind of don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. Kind of. I can turn them off. Sometimes it's nice to have their input, but just toxicity. Yeah, just name a game or yeah. just name a epithet, bad name of any kind. I've been called it in that game. Yeah. And I've, I've done nothing wrong. And I'm not going to say, like, I carried the team, so screw that guy. No, yeah. I probably sucked at that game. But the guy was, like, yelling at me, and it doesn't make me feel any better. It doesn't make me want to sit and play the game. So why have it? Yeah. it. I Going to, I guess, like, subgroup microtransactions for, mm-hmm. let's say, because you went on a single-player games. Um, that's kind of wild, too. Because that's like, hey, yeah. uh, spend the money for this skin that you used in single-player. I think one prime example for this is Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, like the Arkham games, it's like you can buy skins outside and you can use it. It's like, what happened to just earning all these? True. So that's like a that's like almost another level on it, right? Because I don't hate. Okay, so benefit of the loot box is to the company. Yeah. Right. Um. Also, maybe to the consumer to a point, if they had a badass Batman skin, you're playing like Arkham, whatever. Yeah. yeah. And they had a badass skin. And you're like, I definitely want that. And it's like, hey, you can play for fifteen hundred hours, or you can buy it for a dollar ninety nine. Oh, I'm dropping that ninety nine. Yeah, quick. I would Dude, drop a dollar ninety nine in a heartbeat <laughs> just for the aesthetic and me yeah. enjoying it. But that's cosmetic, and I'm fine with that. I'm more fine with that. And especially, I like it better when they're just like, you want the skin, you can buy it. If it's separated out, I like that. And the company still makes more money yeah. on the game. So you buy it for 60 bucks. You pay, like, you say you buy $10 worth of DLC for it. That's 70 bucks. Whatever. Like, yeah. it's no skin. They developed all of it at the same time. So they're they're making more money. If you figure 1.5 million people bought it and they spent 10 more dollars, that's $10 million extra yeah. on top of whatever the normal sales are. So that makes sense. On a business side, loot boxes make sense. But Germany came out swinging. Did you see the news today? Um, yeah. Wait, was it the... This made me think of this episode, by the way. This, like, this doesn't is have what to do with the Fortnite Rocket League thing, right? Because that's America. But, but, but what what happened? We'll jump into that after. Go okay, ahead okay. with Germany. Germany, um, for a while now, the EU yeah. has been going after game developers for loot boxes, saying that a loot box inherently is gambling. Yeah. And they're, and they're letting kids gamble, you know, and it's not a good thing to know. No, really? I mean, yeah. you're teaching kids the concept of gambling early, which probably there's a lot of examples of that. Well, it's scary. You're giving them the fever. Well, yeah, this literally is giving them the fever because yeah. we've all experienced it. Who us who play games a lot, you really <laughs> want that skin though. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're hooked and you got, you know, you're chasing the dragon where you're yeah. like, okay, another $10 on this batch of loot boxes. Yeah. So now you get kids doing it. The fuck is Fortnite? <laughs> like, that's, that's basically what Fortnite does, right? No. You don't think so? Well, Fortnite is, I from what I understand and during my time, I haven't played in over a year, but 
there's no gamble to it. It's all based off of what's available in the shop and then what you can get in the battle pass. So, uh, but there's no random um, so aspect. Fortnite is not one of those games. They separate everything out. Surprisingly, not. <laughs> you know, kind of thing. You think Fortnite? No, and honestly, like as it's so easy to fucking easy hate. to hate on it. But it, you got to admire their model. Here's right. a free to play game. Buy what you want to buy. The battle pass is like ten dollars. You can earn all this cool shit. But they really, the only bad thing they really did was just make like grind their workers oh, i'm sorry now i don't want to say the only bad thing this is a very bad thing like demanding their workers to work like 60 hour weeks to make sure updates are done that's yeah. very not okay um but they have been the powerhouse game for four years now yeah they've been the number one yeah uh, minecraft still minecraft that's gotta be right well i mean yeah but i mean in terms of popularity it has to be yeah. fortnite i literally have sent two gifts today of Fortnite. oh <laughs> that yeah, for the meme it's everywhere yeah for the meme yeah i mean I'm, <laughs> I'm not like playing Fortnite and doing the dances yeah i can kind of do the floss i can't yeah well, i'll teach you later okay um so germany so germany so so this has been going on for over a year now where they're the eu as a collective is saying like okay this is now considered gambling and they're gambling the, and they're targeting kids so they find a bunch of these big companies a shit ton of money. A lot, a lot of money. We're talking, I mean, I, I swear to God, I thought I saw one for $500 million to the company yeah. for targeting kids. Um, today's news was Germany is looking to ban sales of games that have loot boxes, period. So are we at the end of the loot box? We'll see. Is target is Germany a target demographic? I don't think so. What was it a couple of years ago that uh what country was it that actually already did ban loot boxes? There was one. Well, so that's the thing is, yeah, they're gonna do that in that country, but like until it's kind of uh you know, it kind of hits everywhere that they all stand firm together, hey, we need to get rid of these. I don't see any real change. They're gonna keep pumping these out. That's where no. a lot of their money comes from. Um and we'll get into a little bit more. Oh, after this, like we'll get into more of like the good loot boxes, quote unquote, that like it's still cosmetic. But um, real quick, while we're on Fortnite, um, <laughs> I just got an email yesterday. Um, I'm already flossing. I'm ready. <laughs> an email yesterday from um, in regards to a class action lawsuit against Fortnite and Rocket League. Ooh-hoo-hoo. So it's like you, if you've played between like this time, 2015, and now. Like you're a part of this, like oh, you can claim. Where's my email? I check. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, basically, they're saying like they're giving everyone like a thousand V bucks or whatever for Fortnite. Um, just kind of what you know, straight out. Yeah. And I think the same amount of currency in Rocket League. I, I don't know. I've been on Rocket League in a long time, so I don't know how theirs works. But then I was going down further, and it says if you you know if you want to partake in the actual lawsuit itself, right? Like you can either you can get rewarded. 13,500 V bucks or $50, which is, I guess is the equal. Um, but you can get basically the $50 value for each game. Oh, so okay. I think you can realistically walk away with a hundred bucks because they, I forgot how the number of, you know, um, yeah, yeah. what the lawsuit was, but, uh, Caught me off guard. I'm like, that's cool. I'm not going to jump on Fortnite again. I mean, but I, I, I might try it because I haven't tried it yet again on the Series X. No, you take the V bucks. And you transfer them to somebody. Money. Can you, that, do, can you 
I can you give me? I, I doubt it. <laughs> if it's a code, it's like, all right, here, give me real life yeah, money. But it was like, hey, kid, give me five hundred dollars. <laughs> These are rare V bucks. These are yeah. settlement V bucks. <laughs> <laughs> There's only so much V bucks in the world, man. It's a cryptocurrency. These are paid through strife. Kids own them all. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, so that's it's very interesting to see a lot of the legal aspect actually taking place now for these things we see it in other countries now we're seeing it in america was that related to the v bucks lawsuit from apple oh i don't that was that's a whole whole we're just gonna get into game lawsuits hole. yeah jeez yeah, yeah. louise yeah that might Whoa. that game lawsuits can be a whole episode in itself i mean there's a lot but um there's one specifically that comes to mind and i could bring it up later if we're let you continue the thought. So, um, well, I, I was going to jump into um, good good loot boxes that are cosmetic. Sure. Um, Halo 5. Okay. Um, because, you know, here was this loot box that it was, it's all cosmetic stuff. It's armor pieces and visors and whatever kind of thing. I dropped a lot of money in that game for Did stuff. Because oh, I, I loved it. But the Everyone thing is. Everyone didn't like that game in there. I enjoyed it. It got a lot better in the last year, like because they yeah. updated so much. I remember Andrew um, playing enough to the point where he unlocked everything by playing. He didn't spend any money because you can't get duplicates. Yeah, and that's that was one of my favorite things is that you're so not you getting buy a duplicate. And you're just you're getting new shit every single every time single until there's box. nothing left. Correct. What happens when you get it all? Um, I think you get like currency. Okay. Um, something of the sort. Uh, because Andrew was. Basically, like he had his pool, like he completed the pool. Um, so when they added like a new uh, DLC, he would play a little bit and he'd automatically unlock things because the new stuff was already right, right there. He already had everything, and I was envious. But I mean, at the same time, he put in work on that yeah. game to get to that point. I would. Oh, just, I have no doubt. Yeah, I loved like the thrill of buying those crates because it was always cool to see what I got out of it, kind of thing. Yeah. Loved that game, but the real important thing about those loot boxes was that the money that was spent on them went towards the grand prize for the tournaments. Oh, so you're you're feeding that that pool, yeah, for something you want to see. Yeah, see, I like that. So it's not just like going right into the pockets of three four three. It there's, you know, you're getting your stuff. Doing air quotes right now. Air quotes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not in the pocket yeah yeah it's but it's you know there's money going into the actual uh you know the the, the tournament grand prize right uh does league do that as well something similar <laughs> who talks about league of legends anymore i don't know it's still who does that it's still the number one game in the world is it? isn't it <sighs> it's got to be up there though league of legends is crazy people i have not played that since like 2012 same and I have zero desire to go back because yeah. you want to talk about toxicity <laughs> in a game. I literally, you can see I'm level one. I'm a new guy. Yeah. I, in the chat say, Hey, I'm new. I kind of understand how to play this character. Bear with me. We'll figure it out. Yeah. And they're voting me off the team five minutes into a match it's because a I did not. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not playing ranked. I'm, I, oh, you didn't gank him out of the forest. No idiot. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm trying to learn the game. How does anyone get into League of Legends? You just you just wade through that. You have to. Yeah. I mean that's that's the problem with modern gaming. Yeah. When you try to jump into something, you're constantly in that waiting state of being like, do I break through and figure this out and get good, 
or do I just stop playing because it's bullshit? And I'm constantly in that state. There's people like I would, I'd probably not fair to put you in that category completely, but I feel like the games like you, Andrew, definitely Mm. our friend, Austin, you know, those games, you guys enjoy that, that kind of competitiveness. Like you want that feeling, that sense of accomplishment, (laughs) um, that you're out there, you're popping off. And that's cool. And when I play games like that and I do get to that point, I really enjoy it. Yeah. But sometimes when I get home from work and I'm tired and I just want to fucking game, (laughs) the last thing I want to do is a 13-year-old kid calling me an idiot because I didn't do a thing in a snap second decision when I was out of position. Sorry. Yeah. I can't do it. I just, I'm not that kind of guy. Yeah. It's it's especially tough with games that have specific metas. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I always hated the idea of a meta. It sucks that it's like, you have to do that to really compete. Um, yep. it just, I mean, it comes down to balancing everything like that. It just sucks that it gets to that point because this goes back. I mean, kind of to our Pokemon thing. Yeah. Like, you know, there's the teams that if you watch a Pokemon tournament, it's the same team fighting against each other. Yep. Um, it's the same lineup. I, I just don't like that concept. I want to use what I find fun. Uh, funny enough, uh, back in Modern Warfare 3, uh, Call of Duty, yeah, yeah. Uh, Austin and I, you know, there's there was meta guns all the way back through every Call of Duty. And there was a point where we decided to use the two worst guns in the game. And we maxed them out. And it was just, honestly, it was one of the most fun things to yeah. do. It was just going back. And it kind of puts another challenge, but pride and accomplishment. <laughs> like, you yeah, know, those hit exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah, I... It's weird because right now I'm kind of in that Overwatch. I'm I'm back. Yeah. I was really into it. And then I wasn't. And then I was really, really into it. And then I took a long break. Now I'm back. And I'm playing with the idea of trying to go comp more in PC. Yeah. Um, I mostly play Xbox with just some friends. It's kind of our only time to get together and talk, which is kind of what video games are starting to become, especially during COVID. Yeah. I mean, the only time I talk to most of you guys, games, over Xbox yeah, yeah. Live. So, well, what's the know. beauty of our technology now? I know. <laughs> I mean, it's beautiful. It's yeah. a beautiful thing, really. But, um, you know, in gaming, people get toxic. I mean, you, anything will set anyone off. Yeah. You know, you get upset about something, it's going to happen, especially when you kind of give a shit. And then that's that's where it is. I don't get offended as much as I'm not good is I'll get offended when the team just dismisses that I exist. Yeah. That kind of thing pisses me off in games. You ever played Rainbow Six Siege? <laughs> a little bit. That I fell down that rabbit hole for a while. Is it uh, toxic? Like, yeah, very yeah, much so. Yeah, uh, well, if you play ranked, it's not as bad. Still kind of the community, but casual is the worst. So uh, just, it's, I mean, and it was a lot of fun, but if, like, if there's any game that makes you want to throw your controller through this, like, wall, oh, it's, yeah. it's that one. So I'm going to name a game that I tried to play very seriously and see if you recognize it. Ready? Sanctum 2. Sanctum 2? Yes. This is on computer? Yeah. Oh, no. I. I... Sanctum 2? No, no idea? No. It's kind of a tower defense slash first-person shooter. Oh. It's lit. Yeah. It's really good, and it's a lot of fun to play because it's just mobs of enemies and waves, and you guys are just kind of shooting but you also build kind of the path they because they'll run whatever path you build yeah to get where they need to go and you build turrets and 
defense mechanisms and all kinds of stuff. It's fun. Um, so I was like, I'm going to get in. There's no ranked because it's all PVE. Yeah. Which is like perfect. In my mind, that's a, that's a fun game. Yeah. I'm jumping in. I'm on the same team as everyone live playing and we're fighting computers. This is going to be fine. I jumped into a game, started playing the way I normally would, got immediately kicked from the game. Yeah. Sent a message later that I wasn't good at it. I was like, I ju- I'm like level one. Yeah. On the <laughs> multiplayer thing. It was like, ugh, games. Talk. So so that's a benefit for the bad loot boxes. Yeah. You just buy all the good shit and win. Yeah. Um, and then, and so while we're in bad loot boxes, I think the worst yeah. experience I've had in terms of loot boxes my, myself was, uh, I think, Black Ops Possibly Black Ops 3 is when they kind of started that. Essentially, it started where it was like, you know, here's cosmetics and everything. Mm -hmm. When they introduced new guns in the seasons, you had to get the guns through loot boxes. In previous games, here's the DLC, here's the gun. Right, Just for buying the DLC, here's the gun. But if, you know, you bought the map packs, everything like that, you had to, quote unquote, earn the guns through the loot boxes which you got one every two, three games. Through pride. Through pride and accomplishment. Oh, uh, it just, that was very unfortunate because some of the guns were really fun to, like, I was really excited for Like, oh, they added this gun back from, like, Black Ops 2. I can't wait to use it. Oh, wait, I won't have a chance to even get. Uh, the, the thing I wanted the most out of those loot boxes was a butterfly knife. And that was a secondary. And you do the motions and everything. I just, yep. it's so cool. Yeah. That's like like some CSGO level shit. Oh, yeah. Want to talk about the CSGO level of loot box? Because that's money. Oh, boy. I have made money. I imagine. Because I played, not seriously, I would yeah. just always play casual maps and stuff. Uh, another game where I got kicked a lot. CSGO? Because I would just cheese, I would cheese this one strat and everyone assumed I was aimbotting. If you get a bolt action rifle. Yeah. Like a good high powered rifle. Um, in the Source engine, if you play, I'm a huge Half-Life fan. Yeah. Huge. So I'm playing in Source constantly. So when you know the game and you feel it, you can kind of aim without scoping down, right? Mm. So I can run around a map and one-shot anyone. Yeah. Because I know, because I play Half-Life with no aim down sights, that I can kind of just pop a shot and it's going to end up in a general area in my crosshair. Yeah. And I will usually get a kill. I have been kicked from so many games of CSGO <laughs> for aimbotting. It was like, hey, kick this guy's aimbotting. No, I'm not. Yeah. Like, I'm just popping yeah. shots. I'm not great. Yeah. I am not in the lead. I am just killing people and they're upset. And, you know, friends with the server kick me. <laughs> but that game has ridiculous loot boxes. And there's a Steam marketplace where you can... You can Resell your items. Right? Yeah, and the game does it kind of okay, but yeah. to like a weird extreme where it's cosmetics. You get a cosmetic from loot box, but it is transferable except for some items. Mm. Certain things are bound to your account. Some things aren't. So you can sell them in the marketplace for real, actual money, which I have done. And if you're lucky enough to pop a loot box, which doesn't happen often in that game, because it takes some effort to get a loot box in that game. To actually earn one. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know if you can actually earn a loot box. You might have to buy keys. 
I haven't played in a while. Mm. But there was it wasn't easy to get one. So when you got a loot box and you popped all your things out, it was pretty cool. If you got a pair of gloves in a loot box, you could sell those online and people would literally buy them for like over a bucks. Yeah. If you got a certain pair of gloves from that, which makes that interesting, you could literally sit there and just grind that game, get loot boxes, get and if you lucked out and got something good, you can make your money. Yeah. I th- I think that's fun. And that is okay to me. I still don't enjoy it as much, but that part's kind of fun because then you feel like a day trader. Yeah. You're like, oh, I got the AK skin. Well, and you give someone an opportunity, like, if they don't want to dump mindless money into something because they'll probably end up spending more money on different boxes trying right. to get that one item instead of just buying it right out, which is cool. Uh, so Rocket League does the same. Mm-hmm. Um, you can resell items, which is pretty neat. I... I think I came across a couple like exotic pieces that I could probably have sold for like twenty bucks a piece, and I'm like, that's pretty neat. Why didn't you? I don't know. I just go through the effort of uh, putting the eBay listing and everything. But do you sell them on eBay? I've seen people list them on eBay. That's where I would check the values. Really? Yeah. Uh, it's like Counter Strike. It was all within the Steam. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's I made console. by Valve. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but. Uh, I blank there. I mean, I just go on. I just go on there and sell sexual favors. Yeah, it's actually what I do for a living. If yeah. anyone's wondering, so we have time to do this. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I just have the most red lipstick you can find. Yeah, I meet them somewhere. Usually a hotel. You daylight is that? Usually a motel. Yeah, actually, it's never a hotel. But is it a hotel, motel, or Holiday Inn? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, it, and so we covered really the. You know, we've covered some good loot boxes. We covered bad. Uh, I think it's fair we go into kind of a middle ground of games that I think do loot boxes correctly, but still there's a point. You know, kind of a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Uh, the sports games. Because mm. you don't need, you know, there's the separate mode of Ultimate Team, let's say for uh, Madden and I and FIFA. Mm-hmm. Where NBA 2K is made by a different developer, so they have their system, and then MLB I the think show. it's made by 2K. Yeah, <laughs> and then MLB the Show has their system. It's like Dynasty or something like that. But uh, you know, essentially, you can earn through doing challenges. You know, if you play enough, you earn different players, everything like that. Mm-hmm. Or you can just straight up buy packs of cards. And realistically, it's like buying baseball cards or football cards, and that's kind of neat. But you can actually use them. Yeah, so legitimately, the my kind of my weak spot in gaming, and I've recently fell down this rabbit hole. So I said something about Yu-Gi-Oh the mm-hmm. other day. Yeah. And how I know nothing about it. <laughs> Guess what I got into? Yu-Gi-Oh. Digital S- Yu-Gi-Oh. So not only was I just watching the show because it was on Netflix and yeah. I had nothing else to watch, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, let's start up. I, I'm curious because I used to watch this as a kid, and I remember zero about it. Yeah. Turns out I remember why, because nothing actually happens. It's like eight episode arc of one game of cards <laughs> and they just make rules up as they go. Yeah. And that's actually true because there's a lot of examples of how the card game wasn't fully developed while they were making the show. Anyways, I'm not gonna get into it. That's like show all. came first? Um Manga came first. Manga came first, but the Yu-Gi-Oh! comic like the story of Yu-Gi-Oh wasn't about its own card game it was actually like this run long running series where it's just about games in general oh so Yugi yeah in the show 
It would be like, I'm learning chess. <clears throat> I'm the best chess player ever. And he was like, I challenge you to a duel. And then they, they play chess and he's like the best. But then they like, but the stakes always get crazy high. So it's like, it's like, I will kill your sister if, if I beat you in this game or whatever. Did so he ever like, get to a point where he was shooting dice in South Central LA? Maybe. And working his way up the maybe. ladder. Maybe. It's a Japanese. <laughs> I doubt it. I feel like that's not a piece of life they understand or Mahjong know. Mahjong then or something. Yeah, that, that's Chinese Mahjong maybe. Maybe yeah. that's their equivalent. It's just alley Mahjong tournaments and people are just getting the shit kicked out of them yeah. in alleys. Um, but um, the, originally the show was just any kind of game. Gotcha. It could be Go Fish. Like There's probably a Go Fish arc in that game. It wasn't until the series went to television and like the animated thing, the four kids thing. I think that's when they started really trying to get the game going. Gotcha. But then, so there's, there's uh, a game that came out for the PlayStation. That's Yu-Gi-Oh where that card games rules are different from the actual card games rules that are different from how the show is played. So now you have three subsets of rules and then I'm pretty sure and I don't know the history of Yu-Gi-Oh! totally, but I'm pretty sure that the card game now, they changed the rules of how the card game's played now. Because if you watch the show, it's, hey, I have 2,000 life points. Yeah. Every time a creature dies, that subtracts from my life points. Now, it's 4,000. Hmm. And there's all kinds of like subsets of rules and stuff like that. So, kind of interesting. But, going off your point, buying cards are packs. Yeah. Just like ultimate team or something like that. Um, I have not done it in Yu-Gi-Oh yet. And that's actually why I'm a big proponent. You want to talk about loot boxes, dual links does it right, mm. which is the phone game for Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh yeah. At first I was like, okay, I'll download it. I'll learn the game. Cause I love, I grew, I mean, I've played magic, the gathering for years. You want to talk about an actual money pit? That's a money pit. <laughs> that game's ridiculously expensive and you don't think so. You're like, I want to build a deck. It'll be fine. And then next thing you know, you're 40 bucks in. And you're like, okay, well, I kind of have a deck, but now I want to make it better and get these cards. And then you go try to find singles. But the singles sell for like 10 bucks. Yeah. Because they're good. So now all of a sudden you're like 50, 80 bucks in. Now your deck's 80 bucks. Next thing you know, you're like, oh, well, that card's just came out and it's really good. And you try to buy a single and it's 40 bucks for that one card. Next thing you know, you're, you're a hundred something bucks in on a deck. I know guys that played legacy, which is basically it covers the whole spans of the history of magic. So you can buy from any set and then there's certain cards that are banned for tournaments. So you buy the legacy and you play legacy sets, legacy sets. The deck could be literally worth thousands of dollars because they're all really kind of old, rare, hard to find really expensive cards. And I actually know people who spent hundreds of dollars on a card for their decks. Yeah. Ridiculous. And then you're like, and then there's standard, which is it's the last two sets of booster decks that came out. And only cards from those decks are in the standard deck. I've built standard decks twice in my life. They literally only, they're only good in standard. If you try to play legacy, you're going to get smoked. And it's expensive to build a deck in the newest set. I mean, mm. you're just like, oh, and buy cards for the set. Yeah. It's expensive as hell. 
because you got to buy all those booster decks. They're like four yeah. bucks a pack and you get 10 cards. Well, it takes like 50 cards to make a magic deck. Yeah, you're going through so many duplicates of yeah. stuff you don't need. And, and there's going to be a lot of shit that doesn't jive with what you're making. So you're just making a shit deck. Yeah. Yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links is cool because you earn enough currency to buy packs. I mean, I bought like 10 packs the other day just with in-game currency. And you can buy them physically, yeah. or not physically, but with you can buy them money. with real money. But it's never that much unless you're trying to buy a whole booster box is like 50 in that game. Yeah. Not doing that. That's a little extreme. To, but the only time buying a booster box is if it's physically by hands. Yeah. And the games like that are are kind of closeted loot boxes because it's decks of cards. Yeah. Inherently, that's just like going out to a card shop and buying a deck of cards or a a booster pack and trying to build something off of them, which that is a lot of fun. Going back to Pokemon, I mean, we we reminisced about opening packs of cards and how good that was. Yeah, that's a high. Yeah, you multiply that by your opening packs of cards for something you can actually use yeah. to then play with other people. That is where the shit is. And so I think I have that itch. I think that actually... um like almost gambling addiction level. Like I could get into it hard. The ga- So your itch is to open packs for something to build, to yeah. actually use. Yeah. Got and it. that's why I like magic. Yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh is a lot like that, but I can do it all from my phone and it's ton of content. And it, uh, that game does it right. Well, also if you wanted to do Yu-Gi-Oh physically, it's a smaller scale than magic. I feel like it is. Well, magic's been around much, much yeah. longer. It's a lot too. more complex of a game. And it's actually well built. Yeah. It's just, so, I mean, if you want, I guess, really scratch that itch without falling down a thousand dollar rabbit hole. Yeah. I mean, you can get into magic and have fun. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember what the term, the slang term was. There was a, um, there was a way to do, uh, there's an actual, there's a website where you build a deck on the website and then you can actually print the cards in real size. Oh. So if you wanted to test a deck and see if it's something you wanted to build and buy. Hmm. And like try to buy cards and get cards for you can. um And I've done this before where you basically just put whatever cards, extra cards you have in a sleeve. Yeah. And then you put the print out in front. Gotcha. So you build a deck of basically print out cards to test a theory of a deck. Yeah. Because magic is so involved. There's a lot of strategy and there's a lot of ways you can build a deck. Yeah. So it's like, it's wildly expensive to do that physical cards. Yu-Gi-Oh probably has something similar. I would but imagine card games like that is a prime example of how to do it right because it's taking a product that already exists and costs money and is already a product you're buying packs of cards they actually make it more accessible by hey you can earn in-game currency and get packs and get cards and then do the thing and it has a really good deck builder all the stuff in it built in so it's really accessible and it kind of pulls people into it because now I'm at a point where I'm like, fuck, I could jump in and play physical Yu-Gi-Oh. I can go to a card yeah. shop and be like, who wants the duel? Heart of the cards. Yeah. <laughs> my turn. <laughs> I summon pot of greed. <laughs> pot of greed. Roll my dice. Roll my dice. Um, that's a prime example of a good system of loot boxiness. I yeah. mean, magic kind of overdoes it because it's magic, the gathering. The people who play it seriously will spend so money. So the games are kind of ruined because of it. Yeah. 
Whereas Yu-Gi-Oh is kind of self-aware and is like, okay, it's Yu-Gi-Oh. Like people who are going to play are going to play it. Yeah. Otherwise, we're just trying to get people to play it and see what's up. That's a good loot box. We should just find some like we should each get just like a starter deck of Yu-Gi-Oh and a fiddle. Oh, dude, we should definitely. <laughs> and once things start to really open up again, we could just tournaments at. I first of all splash page. Let me nerd out for a second on this. I have three decks that I built in that game that I that wreck at my level. Like this is the digital one. Yeah, gotcha. It's all digital. I don't yeah. have any physical decks built, but it's got me to a point where I'm like, oh, I'll buy cards. Yeah. Do I start building a physical? I have and my then Yu-Gi-Oh and cards then in a deck play? box. It's not a built deck. It's just the coolest ones that I had. <laughs> Here's the thing. The game kind of highlights what your options are. So if you're in a game and you have a really complex deck that you just built. Gotcha. And you don't fully understand how your deck works at that point. It will kind of do a green highlight. Be like, this is available for something. That's cool. You could also do this. You can also go in here. It's like solitaire and, hints. Yeah, it's like hints. Yeah. Right? You can be like, oh, what's that? Oh, I can activate this effect. And you read the effect and be like, okay, that works. Nice. Um, when I play Magic Gathering on like any, because I, I, I can't remember which version of Magic Gathering I did. Probably like 15. There was a version that came out on PC. Yeah. I played that seriously because that was my way to play it without having to play, like find people to go out and play Magic with. And um, even that game. Microtransactions everywhere. Yeah. It's like, oh, you want to buy... Oh, your deck's okay. Oh, here's this expansion. <laughs> the you second get this you one s- card plus this yeah. extra The stuff. second you step in the multiplayer, you get smoked in two turns, and yeah. you're like, well, obviously, I haven't figured that out. And then that's when, like, they're like, oh, like... Oh, and I swear to God, uh, like, getting cards in that game might actually be more expensive than real life. Yeah. They're kind of benefiting on the fact that you don't have any friends because it's Magic the Gathering. Who has yeah. friends? I, I'm i absolutely dying thinking about the the Rage Quit video from Rooster Teeth um, where Michael plays the uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. I think it's Duel Links or it's something. And he, yeah. he goes in and he's explaining. He's like, yeah, I'm at the Duel Island portion of the game. And it starts up and he, he doesn't go first. The other guy goes first. Draws. Just immediately draws Exodia. <laughs> and he just it's like a 20 second video i forgot to tell you up. so the other day i was playing ranked multiplayer first yeah. of all i'm playing ranked multiplayer in Yu-Gi-Oh right now that's cool it's awesome yeah i'm having so much fun with it i literally played a match where i was drawing just shit and i was like i'm gonna lose because i'm not getting anything i need yeah i don't have any of the things to like make my deck start kicking off all of a sudden he's he's got this crazy deck build i've never I mean, I'm pretty new to the game, so of course I've never seen it. Yeah. But like, so bizarre, I would have never thought about it. It's literally like searching your deck for certain cards. He built Exodia and beat me with Exodia. In Jeez. fact, in that game, if you do Exodia, the game ends. Yeah. That person automatically wins. That's that's how Exodia works. In the show, just, he has 6,000 attack points. Oh, He's just the biggest thing that everyone's ever seen. Uh, and Oh, okay. So they kind of have to add... Some kind of, uh, I guess, depth to it. Well, for in the show, show make that's, it more dramatic. Well, that's the show being the show. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, Exodia is the coolest card." Episode two, Exodia is thrown into the, the ocean. Yeah. So who cares? It was one episode arc where they're like, "Here's a crazy cool concept of like, you have to get five cards on the field." Yeah. Which I don't even understand how that works because you literally only have three spaces to play monsters. So, I, I guess you're banking on it, which being is probably in your hand. why I think your hand you just draw it. 
Right, because yeah. you just go, I have Exodia in my hand, that's game. Yeah. Right, because you can't play it. Which I think is banned competitive now. <laughs> it probably is yeah. because of decks like that, but Duel Links. Yeah. I literally was watching a guy, I was just like, oh boy, he's building Exodia. So I was trying as fast as I could to like maybe knock him out before he can get it, but I literally couldn't pull anything. Smoked me with Exodia. And not even smoked me, game ended. I yeah. lost, I just lost. You just yeah. had a win card. Um, I did have the most epic moment playing that game too if you're a fan of the show you know that the show constantly gets to a point where the main character is like no life points left like he's about to lose a lot riding on it i was playing a ranked game the other day the guy was smoking me i couldn't get any cards like yeah. my deck's inefficient it's fine you know, i was just ready to lose i'm at 200 life points left out of the starting 4,000. Oh shit yeah right and he's got big guys on the field so the last turn, I have 200 life points. He, he could win. I don't have any creatures out. He could just not annihilate me. He chooses to not attack me and to summon another monster in the swag strat of being like, yeah, I got you smoked. Just that turn, I draw the exact card I need, dropped all my big stuff instantly in one turn, beat him. Nice. Yeah. I was like, this is that moment from the show. I'm in it. Yeah, I'm in it. Roll my dice. That's what you get for trying to swag. Like, I, just... I know. The guy swagged on me, and I beat him, but in the game, you can send, like, little, like, messages. Nice. Yeah. And the guy <laughs> sent me one. He's like, nice, dude. Nice. <laughs> like, yeah, you pulled that around. I was a dick. Complete Sorry. Complete opposite like, of yeah. Overwatch. <laughs> oh, God. Overwatch is just like, I had gold e-limbs. Fucking loot boxes. But I... card games do it well, I guess, kind of depending on the card game. Going back to loot boxes. Gotcha. I know we went on a tangent. I feel like... You know, we we were going into this episode today. We put we probably should have bought some packs of cards just to just open them, just to feel the. At what point do we start a let's play channel? Oh, dude, no, it's gonna happen. I, this is gonna just turn into. This feels like an easy segue into that. The podcast cinematic universe. We're already doing it. Yeah. Next thing you know, we're just playing video games here. Yeah, not a bad thing. Yeah, we'll do a channel eventually. <laughs> All right, you want to wrap this thing up? Um, yeah, uh, but yeah, loot boxes bad, sometimes okay, eh. acceptable. I put it as acceptable, yeah. I want to say they're Sounds okay, right. just if you're gonna sell cosmetics, sell cosmetics, yeah. And I, I'm okay, I, I guess there's the, there's the thrill of the mm-hmm. cosmetic randomization, okay, cool, buy this. Uh, just do not put shit that changes the gameplay behind exactly. Loot boxes. I that- mean. If you're going to cut anything out, change the gameplay experience, take that out. Yeah. Limit it just the cosmetics because why wouldn't you? I mean, it's fine. I don't care what I'm rolling in a loot box if it's cosmetic. In fact, I'm more excited when I get something I like. I'm like, oh, I got that new skin. Yeah. And you can drop it out and swag on your friends. But when it's like, hey, I got that new assault rifle that everyone's trying to get. Okay, cool. Well. Yeah. That guy's got the sniper that's like super rare. Yeah. We're all dead now. That's not fun. It breaks the game. Yeah. Makes it not enjoyable. Especially when you got people Bastards. with like bottomless income. Oh god. Yeah. Or just Twitch streamers. But How did, did Twitch ruin gaming? It made gaming, I think, a very more acceptable industry. To it's very well just normalized. Yeah, it's not just whole oh, gaming's for the you know the people that are nerdy like anything like that. Everyone's gaming, and I mean everyone was gaming previously, but they weren't publicly doing it. 
Right, but now I feel like it's switched to, have you noticed that all the big games that come out, not even big games, and I don't want to just put it as good games either. When a game with hype comes out and Twitch streamers start going for it, all of a sudden all the big Twitch streamers start doing it, so all the other Twitch streamers start doing it. All of a sudden, everyone's playing the game Yeah, Among Us. Is Among Us a fun game? Yeah. Is it have longevity? No. Is it still around? Yeah, kind of. Because all these Twitch streamers would be like, it's a stupid easy game. Rip Fall Guys. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Fall Guys is another one. Yeah. If you were like, hey, we should get this game. It's a game where we all run around and fall down a lot. And then we all just guys and we race. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, like 40 of us are racing. Yeah. I'd be like, eh, this doesn't sound fun. But then it got so huge, everyone's playing it. So now all of, all of a sudden, everyone wants to play it. I know guys who literally started Twitch streaming to play that game. Yeah. I, yeah. There's a lot of games that I think come from, uh, you know, that become better when you play with other people, when you have that community. Yep. Uh, but yeah, that community is kind of fizzling out. And it's, don't get me wrong, Fall Guys is fun, but I can't sit there playing that for nope. three hours. It's not going to happen. Yeah, I don't even, I think I put it. It was a good amount of money I spent. Well, I mean, like 20, that's 20 bucks, and I barely play. Yeah, and now it's coming Xbox. See, the hype. Hype kills it. Yeah. It, yeah. I guess we just end it now. Yeah, I right? think that's Fuck much... Fall Guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah. We'll probably just end up just like uh, buying some packs of cards. <laughs> yeah, and just swagging out. Hit the. Yeah, you gotta chase it. Yeah, yeah chase the dragon. dragon.